Good morning, good afternoon or good evening wherever you are in the world. I'm Damien Barr welcoming you to another Salon exclusive where we get to tell you about the books we are most excited about. This is a particularly personal and special episode of Salon Exclusives. I'm talking about a book that's very close to my heart and it's very close to where I grew up. The book is Motherwell, A Girlhood by Deborah Orr. Many of you will know Deborah from her career as a journalist and an editor at The Guardian. She died in 2019 before her memoir came out. Um, she shared the writing and editing of it very publicly on Twitter and talked about that process of revisiting her childhood, but she never got to see it come out. She never got to see it become a bestseller and um, she never got to see the paperback, which is out this month and which is a Waterstones book of the month um, and which you're going to hear a reading from shortly. But I just wanted to tell you about, about Deborah and her brilliant memoir uh, before you get to the reading. It's about her place of girlhood, which is Motherwell, which is a town in the west of Scotland. And it's the town next to the village, Newt Hill, where I grew up, um, that I write about in Maggie and me. And so to me, you know, this is like a book, God, I mean, it is just my childhood. It's the place I recognise the streets, I recognise the shops, I recognise the people, I recognise the humour, I recognise the resilience and the resistance, because it's the story of her and her mum when, really, it's about how her mum tries to inspire and in some ways limit Deborah and how the two of them are locked in this relationship um, where they're, I don't know if you can say trying to better one another, it's not like that, they're not competing in that way, it's, you just have to read it to see, to try and understand just how important that relationship was in Deborah's life, in all of her life, um, it really influenced her as a writer and as a mother as she writes. So Motherwell is incredible and Deborah is was an amazing person, I read her in The Guardian before I met her. I saw her at lots of parties when I was working as a journalist at the Times and I was always too nervous to go and talk to her. And eventually I saw her at a literary festival and I went up and said, hello, nervously, I'm Damien. I know who you are. I wondered when you were going to come and talk to me. Um, she was very direct, often to the point of being completely terrifying. She was not always easy, um, but she was always incredible company and saw straight to the heart of things. And this meant sometimes we disagreed on things. And we did right up until the end disagree on some things. Um, but it meant you always knew where you stood. So if you want to remember her or you want to get to know her, the best way to do that is to read her words in Motherwell. She was a huge uh, inspirer of writers and she takes her place among the pantheon of Scottish greats. This extract that you're going to hear today is read by the fantastic Andrew O'Hagan, who has appeared at the Salon before. Andrew needs very little introduction, but for those of you who don't know who he is, he's the editor-in-chief of the LRB. Um, and he's an incredible writer of fiction and non-fiction. His most recent book is Mayflies. He was a very old friend of Deborah's. He knew her and her mum, so he knows the world of Motherwell very well indeed. Here's Andrew O'Hagan reading Motherwell by Deborah Orr. The extract that I've chosen from Deborah Orr's Motherwell I've chosen because it carries the very texture of memory. 
particularly Scottish memory. A lot of people, while carrying out the doleful business of sifting through a dead mother's personal mementos, find an envelope with their own name written on it, plus a date from the early part of their life. I found one of those envelopes myself as I tackled the sacred bureau. In a pigeonhole, behind the flap, was a lock of my own hair, snipped from my own head long ago. Baby's first haircut. Except that twist of hair came not from my head, but from the head of someone I used to be, a small child I could barely even remember ever having been. Even the hair itself was completely alien to me. That hair was finer than my hair. The hair in my 51-year-old head was coarse, and that hair was much more blonde. My own hair, my after-cancer treatment hair, was dark and grey. The lock of hair had been saved to evoke memories of me, but my mother's memories of me, not mine. Those memories must have been evoked fairly often because the flap of the envelope my mother kept my hair in was soft and cloth-like. Wynne must have opened it many times and wondered, probably baffled by the cruelty of it all, what had become of her baby. Beside my soft envelope, some of my brother's curls were in another soft envelope, though less soft. Wynne didn't lose David like she lost me, not as early, not as completely. But the girl who was me, half a century ago, she was long gone, gone forever. <laughs>